Well, you ready? Should we start? I'm kind of excited. Are you? <laughs> Listen, these Good. are. I think here's okay. I think that these episodes are maybe not my favorite episodes, but have some of my favorite moments. You know? Oh yeah, no, that's true. There are some think... some quality bits. Exactly. Just... So I am excited. Yeah. yeah, I was like when I was taking notes, I was like, what? I I don't know. <laughs> I think yeah. because the last couple weeks have been completely insane i was just like i know so like pretty normal episodes oh yeah no yeah i was like um <laughs> nothing, nothing totally unhinged really happening. it's still there are still it's some good. moments that we can discuss though. oh yeah i have a whole i yeah i'm ex- yeah i'm <laughs> like, like oh i have i got some things <laughs> we have some we have something anyway good. good 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 uh well this is podcast without a cool acronym <laughs> i'm hannah and i can't talk because i'm sick today <laughs> i'm so committed to this podcast that here i am you're doing your best you know, uh, i'm i'm mara also doing your best <laughs> doing my best and we're just gonna and that's all anybody leave it at that yeah yeah okay yeah. great uh, yeah um, we're gonna talk about episodes 108a and 108b so mm-hmm. okay 108a let's start at the beginning is called jerk de soleil um <laughs> Which I understand is a pun on Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. And that's as far as I understand why it's called that. Okay. I also Both of these have kind of baffling titles. I'm like, did you just like, think of the first what? pun that came to mind? And then you're like, it doesn't have to make sense. Print it. <laughs> yes. I assume I that's that. that's exactly what happened. The jerk in Jerk du Soleil is Phineas because he's back to being a <laughs> freaking robot in this, I in this one. I also feel like that. He's just no no regard for the life yeah. or well-being of other people which is actually true in the next episode too, but that's i think <laughs> maybe that's a, an ongoing theme that i just wasn't paying attention to before yeah. anyway this this episode starts with belgi getting out of his car uh and running into phineas and ferb's house because oh, he's know. so excited to see the circus yeah uh which is weird anyway he's singing a little circus song he's yeah his pants because he's just yeah so, he's so psyched <laughs> um he gets into the kitchen table and isabella and Django, who's like kind of a fixture i guess he's just like all like I know. in these first i was like is Django in every episode of the first season anyway yeah i um, didn't realize that also i feel like he's not really like introduced like he's there but like you no, don't find out like, anything about him yeah until he doesn't his and one then he episode. disappears completely i'm pretty yeah. sure they kill him later anyway honestly <laughs> um maybe in this episode just kidding we haven't gotten to his episode yet um but yeah so isabella and Django are sitting at the table with phineas and ferb eating breakfast and buford is just like hanging out by the counter and i was like yeah, how early did you guys get here oh i know i tried <laughs> okay, listen. there's a uh the next scene is candace waking up and she has her alarm clock and i tried to look at the clock to see what time it was because i know that phineas and fur wake up at 7 a.m but i was like yeah what why are you here to eat i know cereal I... at phineas and Ferb's table uh, anyway. i mean isabel lives across the street i guess maybe Django also lives true i guess is like he's shot he's ready to go see the circus i guess <laughs> anyway um they're planning um... to go see cirque de lunes sure but then Lawrence walks up with a newspaper and he's like, oh no, the lead of Cirque du Lune has severe allergy because he's British uh, and they're canceling the show. And I was like, first of all, why are you receiving this information by newspaper? Like it's okay, 1945. I know. <laughs> Do they not have the internet? And second of yeah. all, 
I have to assume that like a world famous touring circus has understudies and they okay. don't just cancel the entire show if one person gets I sick. I know, especially like, listen, I'm sure his allergies are really bad, but yeah, what? <laughs> That's like, I was like, are there excessive. not other acts in the circus? Like, is yeah, he what? just like maybe not do his part? Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's him, so, Deloon. <laughs> it's Deloon. John Cirque Deloon. <laughs> um anyway so yeah they're like it's canceled it's not happening your dreams are dead kids uh and then linda immediately blows up candace's spot by describing her horrible oh. parsnip allergy to everyone they know i know she's I was like, just like linda. oh well i hope it's not like when candace uh is as it's she's planting it for later you know it's gonna yeah be. anyway and Linda's then is like what phineas adds to it because he's oh, like yeah. whispering to isabella in an aside all blotchy and weird voice like a weird voice thing it's horrible i was, I was like, like wow dude leave candace alone you guys are <laughs> no. anyway yeah uh linda's like oh great uh if you're not taking the kids <laughs> to see the circus <laughs> we can leave them all here alone even though they're 10 yeah uh and you could come see my jazz trio record their first album uh live at the squat and stitch i was like i'd, I'd buy that album Oh, yeah. Uh, and she's like, bye, kids. Uh, and they leave. Mm-hmm. Isabella is like, oh, wow, it would be so cool to be in the circus. I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not. Mm, Based on what I've seen of circuses, I'm like, it seems like it sucks. Anyway, um, Phineas yeah. is like, yeah. And he's like, not really paying attention to what Isabella is saying. And then Makes 20 sense. seconds <laughs> later, it clicks in. And he's like, wait, Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. And he like grabs <laughs> Ferb's shoulders and aggressively shakes him back and forth. And Ferb <laughs> has this look on his face like, what is happening? Uh, he's like, let's put on our own Cirque. And Phineas is like, I'll be the ringmaster. And I was like, sure. And then Isabel's like, we can sew up some arty costumes. And I was like, aim higher, babe. Anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Um, everybody there has like little acts that they want to do in the circus. And then we cut to Candace upstairs in her room. Um, and she's... <laughs> Oh my god. First of all, she has framed photos of both her and Jeremy. Yeah. Um, and she just plays with them like dolls, I guess, because I know a real weirdo. I know. <laughs> it is I amazing. Like, I think maybe I could maybe I could understand a framed photo of Jeremy, but no, it's a framed sure. photo of Jeremy and a framed photo and of a her. separate <laughs> framed photo just of herself. And I was uh, like, sure. So good. I mean, Doofenshmirtz also had one of those, so maybe people are oh, just like, "You're right." Maybe I need to be more confident. Forget what they look like. <laughs> um. Anyway, she hears the sound of drilling outside. She goes to investigate. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, "Can't they give me a break for one day?" It's okay. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> uh Phineas and Ferb are in this circus tent that they're putting up already in full costume because apparently oh, that couldn't wait until after they finished construction. <laughs> um. Perry is like in his oh little circus God. costume, which is bizarre. Um, hey, Perry's circus costume is cause for animal abuse, and it is okay. Everything that happens in this episode is like what? Oh, run away! That's true. Anyway, Finn <laughs> yeah. is like, "Where's Perry?" Perry. Also, I'm confused about when Perry. It's sort of like Isabella with her uniform. Like Perry sometimes is and sometimes is not in this costume, and not always at times that makes sense. Yeah yeah uh anyway yeah. he's in his he's in his whole costume he goes down a little elevator <laughs> to his lair monogram's like reading a piece of paper and telling him that doof is buying up biomechanical equipment and elocution tapes sure um and then he looks up and like sees perry in yeah. his costume and doesn't really react he just kind of starts laughing at him yeah and perry is like you know what this is disrespectful and he gets <laughs> up to just leave in the middle i was of like screaming. you know perry you should leave that's you're correct you're right 
that was Ugh, rude so stupid and then monogram <laughs> is like no wait come back i'm laughing at something yeah. else turn around and then he takes a picture of perry on a flip phone <laughs> i know because apparently the alka budget Which... covers 900 secret entrances but can't afford a single smartphone also he's taking a picture of perry through a flip phone through a screen right he's like, taking a picture of a screen what? with perry on it oh my god and i was also like oh do your security cameras not have screenshot technology like surely True. there's another way to get that image anyway also because then... that's sorry no, go ahead. it's just that's like workplace harassment and no perry it is it's an unsafe needs... work environment that they're creating oh for perry their only good employee and then <laughs> i know this how could this organization is like not real um because immediately after that monogram goes carl what's your email and i was like (laughs) first of all you took that picture on a phone which means you could text it to carl you definitely don't have his phone number and second of all you don't know your one employee's email address that's bad you should know that it's probably a company email it's probably Probably. carl at alka.com (laughs) <laughs> uh but no anyway carl what's your email yeah that's crap perry should go to hr immediately absolutely anyway perry leaves <laughs> yeah sort of angrily. understandably uh back at the circus set buford is like describing his act to phineas and ferb and he's like uh i fly into mud with a paper bag on my head is what he says uh and perry's like or Pitt phineas is like great perfect sounds great yeah uh, candace is outside the tent and she's like i'm not even gonna bother calling mom and then she hears an elephant sound which is weird because they don't have an elephant in the circus yeah uh, and then she calls her mom linda is like not into it she's like oh are you dying no, and candace is like no and she hangs up on her uh <laughs> incredible <laughs> right after that Honestly. jeremy shows up with a basket of homegrown veggies uh and is being <laughs> a huge dork uh, yeah jeremy I think that the show wants us to believe that Jeremy is, like, cool. I mean, maybe they don't, but that feels mm-hmm. like the vibe they're giving him. But he's yeah. an idiot. Yeah, um, absolutely. He makes a joke where he says, I guess it's more of a cirque than a circus. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means. Okay, me either, because I was going to I looked up ask... cirque. It oh, didn't yeah? make it more clear. What no, is... here's the thing. So yeah. cirque is, like, French. But it, uh-huh. I mean, I guess maybe it's also French for circus because like Cirque du Soleil, whatever. Mm-hmm. Except that Cirque actually means it's like a geological formation that's like a, uh, a valley formed in a glacier. Okay. And I was like, that's not really clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess it could also refer to just like the amphitheater type setting because it's a circle. Oh, okay. Like yeah. The tent is in the shape of a circle. Cirque. Anyway, sure, sure. I was like, how is it more of a circle? I, yeah. I only googled one thing but i was just like oh. it doesn't matter because candace isn't listening she's just actively hallucinating um <laughs> which yeah. is fine uh and then she starts coughing because she's having a severe allergic reaction to the wild parsnips which are in this basket <sighs> there we just handed her and yeah. she's like hey are there any wild parsnips in this and he's like yeah it's that's all that's in it <laughs> i was like what a what a weird gift also why Instead of saying, here's a basket of homegrown veggies, wouldn't you say, here's a basket of wild parsnips? Here's, if that's yeah. all that's in there. If that's the only thing that's in there. Ugh, Jeremy. Plus, anyway. like, who's growing wild parsnips? What's Is there a difference know. between wild and domesticated parsnips? <laughs> Wait, I have no idea. What are you going to make out of those? I don't even know. I don't think I, I've ever seen a parsnip. Okay, I was going to Google this too. I'm actually going to Google parsnip right now because Wait, I had a follow-up question. Doing. Okay, well, we're both going to do it. 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Here's my question. Uh-huh. Parsnips are part of the root family. Mm-hmm. So what I'm wondering is, how closely are parsnips related to rutabagas? Because oh. later on, Candace is in a parade where she's the rutabaga, rutabaga? queen. I don't know, because I don't know anything about rutabagas. That doesn't seem to be a concern for her. I don't Weird. Know how to spell rutabaga. <laughs> Me either. This says it's closely related to carrot and parsley. Yeah, it I seems more it. like a... It's also a root vegetable. Oh, Other names include Swedish turnip. A rutabaga? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. They seem like they're all in the same family. I was just... I was just curious. Mm. Whatever. So Candace Wait, is like... I don't know. There's just... It looks like a bunch of people get rashes. A bunch of people get rashes from oh, wild It's like parsnips. a real allergic reaction. It's a real thing. Okay. Right, well, Noted. I feel bad for making fun of her. Um, <laughs> she's in anaphylactic anyway. shock. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, we see Doofenshmirtz in... Uh, his house question mark we don't ever really establish the location that we're at he's in like a weird dome room anyway i guess i just assumed maybe uh, the note that i had was that they really haven't made nailed down the layout of his like house layer yeah thing. i assume this is like some weird part I of think, his yeah they just place. anyway anyway he's there uh mm-hmm. he's listening to his elocution tapes which are called <laughs> tough talk yeah which i can only assume is made by the same company that manufactures tough shoelaces tough. And tough gum. And tough gum. You're right. Boy, the tough vampire is really... Do you think they also own that gym for bullies? Probably. They <laughs> have to, right? I assume. That makes sense. Anyway, yeah. he's listening to his elocution tapes and like practicing. And uh, the sentences that he's practicing are, I'm dancing <laughs> with your wife, pal. You got a problem with that? <laughs> and the other one is, yeah, I ate your last nectarine. Uh, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, Perry crashes through the roof. And Doofenshmirtz is like, could you just use the front door from now on? Could you please do that for me? <laughs> and then he switches to his, like, strong voice, but he just repeats the phrase from the tape. Where he's just yeah. like, I mean, uh, yeah, I ate your I, mean, I don't know what it says. Anyway. Yeah. And also it cuts to show a shot of the front door and there's, like, a full bear trap in front of it. Doofenshmirtz drops Perry in, like, a little net and he starts explaining his plan. And he goes, ever since I was a child, I've had a high, squeaky voice. Uh, and he made uh, something called the voiceinator. Which apparently, quote unquote, biomechanically transforms normal <laughs> air into dufelium. Which I was like, I'm not a doctorate level <laughs> scientist. I'm not any level of scientist. I don't know why I jumped to doctorate. Um, I'm not even an amateur scientist. Um, but I don't think that transforming air into something called dufelium is a biomechanical process. I think it's just chemistry. Also, Because there's not a biological element unless dufelium is like nanobots or something yeah i guess also isn't like if you're looking for a gas that makes people's voices higher <laughs> well, i have some great exist, news for actually. you yeah um, i don't know if you know about the helium shortage that's you're prohibitively right, expensive right. <laughs> easier to just synthesize dufelium uh, it seems like he could make more money off of that by selling it by i know a balloon I business like- making his own yeah also maybe he's like a little helium shy after his blimp experience uh in the race car episode when he crashed into a broadcasting tower anyway (laughs) um so yeah he's gonna transform all the air in the tri-state area into dufelium which i was like that sounds like you're just gonna kill everyone (laughs) i know 
Is part of dephelium also oxygen and the other gases that we need to breathe and live? Because if it's not, you're just you're just doing like World War One yeah. level total warfare on the tri-state area, oh, um, and your accent makes that worse. So anyway, um, I was like, "Oh, mustard gas uh, sounds great." So anyway. <laughs> Yikes. Uh is like, yeah, it's gonna make everyone else's voice higher, so mine seems lower by comparison. And then he's like, I was gonna lower my own voice, but it seemed like too much trouble. And I was like, you know what? Same. I think that's also like he that's uh, he does that like four to five times. Oh yeah, no. Or he was like gonna make everyone it. else like yeah. ugly or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know Tip all the other buildings. Everyone else is the yeah. problem. I think that's true. I get it. Yeah. Also, I think from a therapy standpoint, this is a, a specific cry for help. Uh, Doofenshmirtz mm. doesn't feel like he's being heard and that's yeah. important to him anyway yeah. he he gets on this like platform or whatever that the voiceinator is on and then blasts yeah. up through his own roof um, <laughs> just leaving a giant hole in it and when he get, does that he goes oh come on like that wasn't 100% yeah. his choice <laughs> to do that Harry's trapped in a net he didn't even go with him I know also, it's his fault isn't that after he got mad that Perry yeah blasted a hole through his room 100 percent. now there's two holes <laughs> why didn't in he room? just yeah go back out of there also hole. there wasn't like a roof on that platform so in real life doofenshmirtz <laughs> took like seven <laughs> inches of drywall and support beams to the <laughs> dome <laughs> and is now unconscious <laughs> anyway yeah, uh true. perry's perry's mm. trapped in his net we're back to candace uh, in her room having a a medical emergency she's like all blotchy she's looking for allergy pills and at one point she opens a drawer that's just full of pill bottles and i was like girl (laughs) what's in there i know there's so many you should be more balanced if you're taking that much medication i know there's so many anyway she takes out her allergy pills but she doesn't have any left so then her voice turns into like a cartoon mobster voice which um, also, her allergy pills just say all natural allergy pills. I was like, yeah, no. no wonder it's not fighting your okay. allergy. You're taking like hippie <laughs> medicine. I know. Candace is like on the like QAnon wave. She's like, I drink this bleach to get rid of my parsnip allergy. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So she like has this like gravelly voice. Yeah. Okay, and then in my notes, I have some tramp named Mindy is coming out of Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, she looks out the window this mindy girl this turned into more of a thing than i thought it was gonna be i have more notes about mindy later in the doc Mm. anyway she's like standing really close to jeremy and she's like oh my god should we sit next to each other as if she doesn't know who candace is uh exactly jeremy's my first note is that jeremy's like a real one right he's like oh no sorry uh i promised candace i would sit by her you have to back up because my first note is that so Candace is in a room looking at them. Mindy asks mm-hmm. a question, and then there's like three to four seconds of just silence. Like, oh yeah, no. I think maybe Candace is talking, but yeah. And yeah. then they cut to where, like, to Mindy and Jeremy's conversation up close, and yeah, Mindy's like, "So, how about sitting together?" And I was like, "That's did you just ask that again?" Jeremy Here didn't answer. <laughs> so this is why Candace and Jeremy are a dream couple is because they're both I know. so checked out of every conversation that they're ever having. Because <laughs> Candace did that exact thing to Jeremy five minutes ago. I know. Uh, Jeremy was just like thinking about Candace or I don't Honestly. know. Or maybe something else. Or something. Yeah. yeah, probably something else. Slushy dogs. Uh, Jeremy seems like he smokes a lot of weed. He's probably just running a little <laughs> slower than everybody else. 
Um, anyway, <laughs> yes, and he has to get through a lot of slushy burger shifts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so he's like <laughs> part of the fossil exhibit. Okay, um, <laughs> forever. Oh, uh, yeah. So Jeremy's like, um, no, I promised Candace we could sit next to each other, and then um, Candace during this time has changed into a full sweatsuit so that she's unrecognizable I guess and she also put a bag over her head which she cut out eye and mouth holes for which are big enough that you can just see her entire face like there's no point to her wearing this bag (laughs) queen I was like we can see we can see the blotches babe um yeah get a ski mask anyway they're honestly not blotches at this point her whole her whole face is bright red yeah it's not great so uh we're back at Doofin Words's and Perry escapes um this net which I assumed was just a regular net, but he turns his hat into a saw with like a lawnmower yeah. pole start thing. Yeah, and saws like his, through his the net. His whole hat is a saw. The, his the whole brim hat. of his hat it's like, cuts through I think, the net. Isn't that a an old James Bond? They have hats that have like razor oh. blades on the sides, and they like decapitate really? people with them. I might be could, making that up. I actually could don't not know. tell you. Maybe. Anyway, after he saws through the net, he does like a little super spy moment where he like looks to camera and like runs his little paw across the front of his spy hat brim yeah and i was like perry who was that for i know no one else is here that was just for him <laughs> honestly he's having you know his self-esteem took some hits today and yeah he's just he's getting he's his groove back and that's doing fine. his best yeah he flies out on his little helicopter his little inspector gadget copter to follow <laughs> yeah. doofenshmirtz uh, and goes over the boys in the backyard and he overhears them announcing his act oh, yeah. which I was like how loud are the speakers in this circus because if I, I live next to them I would be real annoyed so mad anyway he hears them being like the next up is the amazing Perry and he like changes course and flies down there and I was like listen I understand yeah. that you're committed to these boys <laughs> and I I am proud of the love that you have in your little platypus heart <laughs> however assuming that Doofenshmirtz is about to spray poison gas all over a large populated area i feel like that could take priority i feel like phineas (laughs) could figure it out honestly anyway he flies down there he changes back into his costume while flying which is like i know i saw that and he also still has it somewhere we haven't dug into like where perry keeps all of the Um, things that he always has on him but it's just he's a maybe something i don't need to know right i'm like that's part of the magic of perry uh, he changes into his costume and he like shows up right as they need him. Valjeet finishing his act, which is like just that little oh, yeah. thing you do where you like pretend to pull off one of your fingers. Yeah. And he goes, feel the rhythm, feel the feel rhythm. The Come on, though. It's healing time. <laughs> uh, which I quote to myself maybe twice a week. Uh, and these kids are way too easily entertained. There's like a know. full <laughs> shot of the crowd. Okay. And then my next note is that, did you see this crowd? No okay here's where the mystery of this episode happens okay it's in three shots that make no sense so there's a shot of the crowd cheering and in Mm -hmm. that shot mindy is in the bottom left corner sitting next to jeremy what and i was like what no she's sitting on the opposite side so like later on we see that jeremy has saved a spot for candace and it's on the other side of him which is not in the crowd shot they're like way over on the Mm -hmm. edge So I was like, okay, at this point in the mystery, I was like, all right, well, Mindy is just, like, real aggressive and sat down on the other side of Jeremy and he, like, couldn't stop her or whatever. But 
we'll get back to it because there's more on this later oh okay so anyway mindy is sitting next to jeremy yeah and uh phineas announces perry's act uh which is just them dropping perry onto a trampoline and then bouncing him into a kiddie pool yeah and i was like if perry wasn't a secret agent i'm pretty sure this would kill a regular platypus you can't just drop animals onto trampolines yeah come on yeah again another instance of animal abuse abuse uh perry does that they all cheer because these kids apparently are entertained by literally anything i know and then perry's little hovercopter is parked outside (laughs) okay (laughs) that was out there yeah it's like, just sure. going it's like worrying it's just worrying right I'm next like, to the doesn't turn like, off. also it's like maybe it's not next to the door maybe it's just right outside but still i was like no one's walking up to that yeah anyway. he crawls under the edge of the tent i'm like a kid got beheaded by that earlier um, i know it's just like indiana jones style just like backs into it <laughs> gets obliterated so perry crawls out uh to continue doing his actual job and like doesn't have his costume on anymore and then we get to the mall uh where linda and her jazz Uh, trio are playing yeah Uh, a couple thoughts about this the theme of the squat and stitch is apparently working with red yarn i was like oh we're doing a lot of basics that's fine candace walks up to her oh go ahead i just want to make the note again that i would why don't we have a squat and stitch (laughs) oh i know right why why isn't there one in my mall (laughs) because yeah 100 percent, i would love to participate in that yeah Anyway. Um, Candace walks up to her mom in her like disguise, which is <laughs> again, she looks like a murderer. Um, <laughs> I was also like, if I was a security guard and someone walked into the mall looking <laughs> like that with a scary bag on their head and talking like a maniac, I would ask them some questions. So she goes up to her mom and who like doesn't seem really concerned about Candace's allergies. She's just like, ah, have you been near the parsnips again? And I was like, Candace is dying. Her lungs have collapsed. Anyway, yeah uh candace starts like ranting about the boys just in rhyme and transitions yeah. seamlessly into like a full-on blues song seamlessly. and everyone in this band is incredible uh improvisers yeah. and they just like play behind her and then there's a shot where lauren starts playing the harmonica okay yeah first so wait first of all linda pulls out an electric guitar oh, I yeah was she like, like plugs in okay queen guitar. go off Second of all, yeah, Lawrence, I guess he looked like he was, like, on a soundboard. Like, he's in charge Yeah, of I think the... he was, like, recording, but I was like, I don't think yeah. that's how you, like, write. I mean, I, I don't, don't think so either. I, I, don't, I don't think you can record directly to CD. What I've, anyway, I've yeah. walked myself uh, into a corner. I don't know anything Same. About. I don't know anything. Um, but yeah, then he pulls out his harmonica. He starts. pulls it out, which I was like, did he bring that just, like, in hopes that he could be included right? in the jazz trio? Uh, like, he was like, oh, maybe I'll have a chance to <laughs> use my harmonica. <laughs> um what an adorable man mm-hmm. uh all the knitting ladies are super into it they love oh, this yeah. new direction that the band has taken which uh, to be fair it's a great direction and this song slaps it, it goes way hard is a bop for sure yeah um candace finishes her song and she's like so are you gonna come home with me and linda's like are you kidding huh let's do another <laughs> Candace is like, oh, <laughs> and she leaves Perry <laughs> um, intercepts doofenshmirtz on his little flying platform thing and he goes to turn off the like on off <laughs> switch, but Doofenshmirtz like slaps his hand away and they do like a second grade slap fight. And then Harry starts tickling Doofenshmirtz. I know. Okay, I had that because I was like, this is maybe my favorite fight scene, but I did not remember that it existed. <laughs> That's because it's two seconds long. I know, but it's so funny. It's so funny. Uh, anyway, so they, they do that for a minute. Um, and then 
We are back in the tent, and Buford walks up to Phineas and Ferb to do his act, and he goes, be sure to introduce me as the amazing Bago. And I was like, oh, sure. <laughs> amazing. Incredible. Uh, Phineas <laughs> pitches some, like, quote-unquote improvements to Buford's act. He's like, we did some calculations. Uh, and based on what we see later, this is like a murder attempt. Like, okay, yeah, they're like, yeah, we did some calculations on how to make this a hundred times more deadly for you, Buford, our friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Buford's like, as long as I get to land in the mud, that's fine. He goes, I want the mud. <laughs> okay, man. We see Django, the human pretzel, being wheeled off stage in a wheelbarrow, uh, close to unconsciousness. Phineas doesn't care. He's all like twisted up or whatever, and Phineas is like, ah, oh, that's gotta hurt. And I was like, Phineas, yeah, yeah both I was like, are dead. yeah, Django needs a doctor. I know he needs help. That's why he doesn't hang out with them anymore. He went home like that, and his dad was like, "You're done going to Phineas and Ferb's house." Phineas introduces Buford, like he's as like the ringmaster or whatever, and he points to the mud pit that Buford's gonna fall into, and it's literally six inches deep. I was like, Buford's gonna die. I- are you still there? Yeah, I just oh, okay. You're just stunned to the silence. <laughs> <laughs> Aztec mud of dirt. I know. Also, I just I don't understand how how Phineas messed up that bad. Like I was like Phineas, I know you. <laughs> this seems out of character, maybe purposeful. I also was like, well, I think maybe the mud hole goes deeper into the ground than is evidenced by the <laughs> the rim or whatever. Yeah still okay the other thing is that if you hit mud at a flying velocity it's sort of like water in that like mud is sort of like a non-newtonian fluid in that if you hit it really hard it will be like you're hitting a solid like you you'll break all your bones right like it's not like i mean i don't really know that there's what can you hit at such a high speed like even if you hit like I guess I, don't I mean know. maybe one of those Depends. like foam block pits. Whatever. Maybe the anyway, point is yeah. that they try to kill Buford in this episode, and no one cares about it. Candace walks into the tent looking for Jeremy, um, and she sees him sitting. This is the second shot that we get of where Jeremy's sitting. He's sitting with an empty seat next to him, and then in the place where Mindy was before, is some guy. Really? So I was like, oh, maybe he moved. Oh, I don't know. Anyway. I need to know what happened. I need to know all the crowd movements, this whole thing. We get one more shot of them later. We'll talk about it. Anyway, so she's like, oh, Jeremy saved me a seat. And I was like, maybe. I don't trust him. Candace is standing directly in a spotlight. And because she's somehow wearing the exact same sweatshirt as Buford and has a bag on her head and has a gravelly voice, uh, they mistake her for Buford. However, she's still twice Buford's height. Yeah. And doesn't look anything like it. I know. I was like, and is... An entirely different body shape, yes. Also, she's, like, fighting them off while they strap her into this, like, catapult or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, even if that was Buford, <sighs> if he changed his mind, you can't just continue strapping someone into a catapult. Like, if they say they don't want to do it, you have to stop. That's a crime now. Whatever. They strap lo- or they strap Candace into the catapult and they launch her into the sky. She punches a hole through the roof of the tent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's yeah. dead now. She's like, she's like, goes straight up. I was like, there's no way you thought that. Anyway, <laughs> what kind of calculations are you doing? Phineas goes weird. He must have been lighter than we calculated, with not one hint of concern in his voice. Yeah, yeah. Also, I was like, Candace can't weigh that much less than Buford, right? I know, right? She's twice as tall as him. Also, there's exactly. like a five year age difference. 
how much in Buford Way? Yeah. Whatever. Then there's another shot of the crowd looking shocked. Uh, Mindy is mm-hmm. once again sitting next to Jeremy. Yeah. So my only conclusion is that Jeremy has a twin brother that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that he keeps moving seats. And oh. is Could be. Two-timing. Try- he's like freaking Mindy. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was trying to get away from Mindy. Oh, that's possible too. Yeah, maybe Mindy killed <laughs> that guy and sat down next to Jeremy again. <laughs> or maybe, maybe Mindy can transform into like a dude. Either way, that's suspicious. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea that Jeremy has a twin brother. Because that yeah. would explain why he only acts normal explain a lot. some of the time. Yeah. Uh, Buford runs over. So, like, Candace has been shot out of the tent. And they're like, oh, she's not coming back. That's weird. Buford runs over and jumps into the mud pit and then pops out. Uh, and is like, it's me. And the crowd all looks at him. And they're like, wow, amazing. They didn't just see him run across the stage to get there. Anyway. Phineas is like, mm-hmm. how do you get down there? And Burke goes, perhaps Buford truly is amazing. Uh, which he is. It's true. To be he clear, really they're not interrogating that any further, nor are they worried about yeah. the human nope. being they just launched the into other space. Person. Yeah. No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, we're back to Perry and Doof, and they're like real fighting now. Perry like flings Doof onto the on-off switch for the voiceinator, and Doof's like, oh, it's broken now. And then for some reason, a giant tube falls down from the voiceinator into the circus tent. And starts filling it with dufelium, which makes Phineas's yeah. voice go up higher <laughs> and starts like filling up the tent like a balloon or whatever. And I don't, again, I don't know what's in dufelium, but I can't imagine it's good to just like breathe it, it in be, instead right? of oxygen. So everyone in the <clears throat> audience has permanent brain damage now. They pan up, someone lights a match and okay, the whole wait. tent just like, just like <laughs> uh funny what yeah. were you gonna say no so this is the part where they're panning up their like finale right yeah okay so yeah they're panning up this whole like it's like all the people stacked on top of each other and all the mm-hmm. acrobats whatever but you see like Phineas and ferb like three times like i know <laughs> i was gonna I was like what that as well <laughs> it's like every shot like you see them leave frame yeah. they enter frame again i was like what is going I... on here <laughs> was confused uh, yeah. um maybe that's a hallucinogenic effect of the dufelium the they're just really trying to bring us into that world yeah i guess so anyway the tent fills up with dufelium and flies away uh with doofenshmirtz inside and magically <laughs> doesn't injure anyone by else yeah. smashing a stake into their cranium <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> he flies away um and he crashes in the middle of a city just like in a residential area we see a mushroom cloud like yeah he- he wiped it out a city in block. Danville. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds of people are now dead. Yeah. Uh, everyone leaves the circus just as Linda and Lawrence drive up. They're like, "Wow, what a fun day!" I'm like, mm, "It wasn't." Uh, yeah. And yeah. the rest of the stuff is like magically cleaned up too. That mud pit's gone. And Perry's back in his little costume, so he comes back and changes back into the costume. I was like, mm-hmm. "I guess, I guess." Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe he likes it. Whatever. Maybe he's accepted it. Maybe um and linda and lawrence are like want to hear some of a cd and they're like yeah definitely and they <laughs> go inside and no one is like where's candace and also what about that person we murdered yeah because <laughs> candace drags herself back into the backyard yeah. uh looking rough um because all her bones are broken okay. yeah. she's like oh well, at least i'm back to normal i'm like where did oh you God. land i know you what? should be dead <laughs> anyway jeremy walks up and i was confused about this part too because i was like i don't know how much time has passed because it looked like just one second after they all walk into the house but jeremy walks up and he's like my mom played me some of your cd and i'm like when exactly 
When did that happen? You were just sitting in the circus. It's because Jeremy's twin anyway. brother was at the circus and Jeremy left Ooh. when he realized Candace wasn't going to come and his mom played him some of her CD. Yeah. Uh, it all makes sense. Maybe Jeremy's twin brother is uh, actually really into Mindy and that's why she asked to sit with Jeremy. Oh, yeah. There's just a slight confusion. It's a mix-up. Mindy's... A, a real mix-up. Yeah. All right, well, anyway. I actually judged Mindy. That's my fault for, <laughs> uh, you know, not supporting other women. Uh, I've changed. So I'm a better feminist. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah, oh, so he oh. doesn't mention the fact that Candace didn't show up for the circus at all, but that actually uh-huh. makes sense because now we know that he, he wasn't there for most of it. And he's, like, real supportive of her singing. He's like, your singing is awesome. I know. How'd I you like, make that's... your voice sound like that? And I was like, Jeremy. <laughs> it's possible you like Candace too much. <laughs> Anyway, she's like, oh, you know, same as all the great blues singers, wild parsnips. <laughs> uh, and that's the end. Funny joke. Yeah. The end of the episode. Sure is. Uh, yeah. Well, you ready? Yeah, I sure am. Okay. This episode is 108B, uh, Toy to the World. Yeah. Another which again, title that barely yeah. makes sense. Yep. It is about you toys. You guys tried and the that's minimum it. amount. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh yeah okay we're gonna do a toy story but it turns out uh, (laughs) that was taken (laughs) that was someone else at disney was like "Mm, try again okay anyway (laughs) so we open on candace who has just started her new job at the har d har toy company (laughs) no we open on a commercial first oh you're right you're right you're right i'm so sorry i'm so sorry it's the commercial party I know. Well, one second into this. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's commercial for Shimmy Ascended Jimmy. Branded. Right? Oh, Shimmy Jimmy. Whatever. Shimmy name. Jimmy. So, which is a monkey that goes up and down a tree. A tree. A palm tree. A, a pa- palm tree. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You got okay. it. So I thought I was going to say a coconut tree, but coconut- I just wanted to say that his line, his song has the line, you better watch what he's throwing. He ain't wearing no pants, which I'm surprised. <laughs> Got past the sensors. <laughs> I did not notice. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm also surprised. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so there's this yeah commercial for Shimmy Jimmy, and then you see Candace has just been hired at the Hardy Hard Toy Company store, and yep. she, to, you know, to promote Shimmy Jimmy. Uh, mm-hmm. She is working quite right across the, I don't know, mall floor from Jeremy, yeah. of course, and. Uh, She's like, first of all, starts talking to Stacy on her cell phone about how cute Jeremy is. And her boss goes, oh, you forgot your shimmy jimmy hat and puts a monkey hat on her head. (laughs) And Candace is like, like immediately embarrassed, like as if Jeremy would see her in this monkey hat. But I think that maybe she forgot he has to wear a hot dog on his head yeah he wears the dumbest <laughs> Most of the time, of all time i was like constantly. i think maybe yeah jeremy has it worse than you candace i'm pretty sure jeremy's job sucks anyway. more also yeah. i was like if candace wanted a summer job couldn't she work at her parents antique store Ooh, that's true um I guess the answer not. is no because it's not a real they antique, don't store have an antique store because yeah. it's a front for whatever random stuff they're doing absolutely anyway uh, yeah so anyway she's at her job and her uh boss goes oh you're for customers and her family walks in <laughs> yeah. which i was like yeah that's like a family move and that's 100 percent what they should do also finish in for her being real annoying i know i was like it. listen i get that you're siblings and this is kind of a vibe but yeah you're being rude <laughs> yeah get out. 
uh, she's like, what are you doing here? And her boss is like, Ahem. she goes, welcome to Hardy Hour Toy Store. <laughs> ha 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 ha. Or whatever. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then he's talking to her mom and Phineas, Phineas goes, can I hear the laugh again? I was like, <laughs> okay. Laugh, I, All right. <laughs> I was like, you get to hit him now. You get to smash him. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, anyway, so then she's, Candace says, they like are making fun of shimmy jimmy and candace goes like you could make a better toy and then you know phineas knows what they're gonna do today Mm -hmm. uh of course so uh then it cuts to phineas and ferb working on their toy and (laughs) phineas is just like sitting with a notepad talking like oh like we should create a toy so simple so bland so whatever and phineas is in the background or ferb is in the background doing the entirety of the project I was like, okay, but like, also really... they're just in a hardware store. So what Prime oh, is really? doing is just wreaking <laughs> havoc in a hardware store. <laughs> I thought they were. Phineas in is just like chilling because I, totally I didn't notice. Is, like Phineas is like brainstorming, and Ferb is oh, just like Ferb's, doing like, his own thing hard. in right, a hardware store. I was like, dude. <laughs> okay, wait. To be fair, I saw this TikTok the other day about a guy who built a whole chair, like a lawn chair, in a Home Depot with their tools oh, yeah. and stuff without sure. anyone noticing. I was like, you know, that's fair. Makes sense. Plus, if I was a Home Depot employee, I'd be like, hmm, yeah. Yeah, you do you. <laughs> you do whatever. Yeah, there don't seem to be any employees in this hardware store. I was like, do you guys uh, own it? Yeah, is this the space heck? you're renting out? What's happening? <laughs> anyway, so Ferb calls Phineas over and they uh, to show him what he made in this hardware store, I guess. Yeah. And Phineas asks where Perry went. But yeah, and then Perry goes over a wall in the hardware store and pulls on like a bag, I guess. I don't uh, And it he like yeah tur- the the display turns and he's suddenly in his lair in which is apparently under his house which i don't know shares how that a works. wall it's a with a different... hardware store yeah it's like, i was confused next about door this because to... i was yeah. like yeah that's why i know because because i rewinded it and i was like i'm sorry is perry's lair in the mall exactly i was like what it just anyway. it's a, just a, a flippy secret yeah it, place it wall it just around. turns around maybe there's like a bunch yeah. of like, layers all over the place mm. like, maybe it's, it's like, a like a beamed up there Maybe it's less of a, well, I don't know. I was going to say maybe there's more of like Alka layers and not like a Perry layer. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, it's like a WeWork situation? Like a shared, have, yeah. Like, it's a, it's a, a shared layer. Shared layer. Yeah. Which I think. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I guess there's like still Perry stuff in there, but I would like to think that maybe. They're just, you know, all the animals. They, yeah, it's a, it's they a, share. Color. it's a share the lair. <laughs> we'll have to anyway. look and see because I think Pinky's lair looks a little bit different, but oh yeah, I mean, okay. I don't know. It seems like those gadgets could work for pretty much anything. right. They're all animals. They're <clears throat> animal sized, right? Anyway, I, I love, I love share lair. <laughs> share lair, so funny. And I will be <sighs> printing that on a t-shirt soon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's canon now. Uh, yeah anyway perfect uh okay so yeah uh major monogram tells him that dr david schmertz has been stealing bricks from all over the tri-state area yeah sure <laughs> which i have some thoughts on that but it's fine uh <laughs> and his mission is to stop him yeah gotcha. uh, yeah i just <laughs> feels like there's something else that i don't know stealing bricks is <laughs> seems stealing bricks is actually real like um that used to be a problem in when i was in missouri people yeah. just talk about that because like old houses <laughs> that nobody lived in people would go uh, and steal, steal the bricks, bricks from them because brick is mm-hmm. expensive oh um, really 
and so yeah they would steal them for like construction projects and then these old like historical houses would like fall down because there were no bricks left <laughs> it's kind of funny anyway brick theft it's a real brick problem theft. it's a real problem for too well, long our... we've been remember when our dad stole a brick from i guess they were tearing the building down so it's a little different but it was coming down anyway <laughs> the building was i do remember down anyway. there was a little plaque on it which is funny yeah. to me and i was like oh yeah we i know a crime when now we celebrate that by <laughs> a plaque in our house uh... we should do that with more crimes wait yeah we should we should Anyways, be stealing bricks all we the should time be stealing more bricks <laughs> uh okay no anyway Back cut, we cut then to the Hardy Heart Toy Company where they're having a meeting about how their sales have plummeted and kids are losing interest in their climbing toys and they need a fresh new toy. Mm-hmm. And uh, first of all, one of the guys goes, but we've always done climbing toys. What about us and Brendan? And yeah, names that guy looks other... exactly like Joe Biden. Just Okay, yes. Um, Did you also have that now? Yeah, he's just I like, like, I guess oh, it's Joe. It's Biden. Joe. Uh, he's like also really invested in this these climbing toys like he's doing a lot i was like Listen, what joe biden happening? loves one thing it's the way we've always right. done things honestly <laughs> uh, anyway what about ascendant brendan and war uh, crimes and war uh, <laughs> just kidding <laughs> uh, yeah so then what about danny drone strikes uh sorry <laughs> Oh, you didn't come to this podcast for our hot political takes about the Biden administration. Jeez. Anyway, sorry. Pitties and Ferb just waltz in to do their pitch meeting. Yeah, they just like walk in with a cart. I was like, what? Okay. And then. uh, If I was a secretary and two children with a cart were like, hey, we have a meeting, I'd be like, you know what? Sure. (laughs) Like, yes, go on in. Oh, man. Also, that uh, giant hyena mascot that's right behind them is yeah. terrifying. Oh, I know. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. It's so frightening. But yeah, so they uh, walk in and introduce their parry and action figure, which does absolutely nothing, and it can be anything they want. Also, Ferb mm-hmm. is doing a lot to sell it. I was like, yeah, Phineas, he you're really doing is. talking, yeah, but Ferb is... Yeah. Ready to go. I mean, that's a <laughs> yeah. classic Phineas and Ferb dynamic. We, we, yeah, that's true. we love it. Uh, yeah, so the boss guy, who also has real... Uh, evil guy from robots energy okay i thought that too to the extent uh-huh. that i looked up his voice because oh. i was like is this guy in robots i actually thought he was um <laughs> the domino guy from the, oh, the yeah big welds but he's not who he is is literally everyone else in every cartoon and movie um <laughs> really because it's uh jk simmons is the name of the actor so he plays like he's like okay. uh, j jonah jameson in spider-man or a oh. more contemporary reference, he's Grunkle Ford in Gravity Falls. Oh, um, wow. He's in literally everything. He's oh, been yeah, in every I, I know this guy. Ever, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know oh. oh. But I was like, what a... What man. a also, he stays working. I was like looking through his uh, IMDb page, what? and I was like, this dude is in 500 things every day. <laughs> um, this is like the yeah. same... This is the equivalent of the guy, you know the Disney guy who was like Mac in Cars, and he was like, he's a... Abominable Snowman and Monster Zinc. Mm-hmm. He's like always one of those kind of not like side rules, but kind of. Anyway, yeah. So that guy is like, yes, you're both in charge, uh, and he shows him the factory, <laughs> which is a fact. It looks like a factory. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, there are one of my favorite bits before that, where like some guys like 
I don't oh, think yeah, it'll yeah. work. And then they like trapdoor him away. And then a new guy shows up and he's like, I love it. Love what it. are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Which, okay, that commentary. was, yeah, one of the reasons that it reminded me of robots because I think that happened oh, yeah. in that movie. <laughs> that exact same thing. Listen, yeah. uh, we love a boardroom joke. Uh, <laughs> classic. Yeah, in that factory that they love. go to, there's a giant sign that says, a happy worker is a productive worker. And I was like, yeah. this is dystopian. Absolutely. Uh, which I feel like Phineas and Ferb maybe arguably make it a little more dystopian. Anyway. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> because... don't make it better. I was like, I know. Phineas is like, time for a makeover. And I was like, okay, a makeover would be letting your workers unionize and paying Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, he like comments that he thought they would be more fun and then gives a makeover and then he basically turns it into charlie and the chocolate willy wonka's factory yeah uh, yeah and he also dresses up into a costume i was like i don't know if that was necessary they change clothes like 15 times yeah during this entire exchange episode yeah like when they're doing the back and forth with the marketing guy they're in a different it's like the tree houses they're oh, in a really? different outfit every time yeah <laughs> I did I not like, guys that. oh my gosh it, it's I, for That's no reason hilarious. too like no reason like they dressed up for one reference and then left again i was like what anyway yeah whatever. uh yeah so they make the perry inaction figures I, i'm like reading this sorry you can cut this out. i'm reading the synopsis <laughs> and my notes at the same time <laughs> oh gosh but part of the like factory makeover is the he like phineas walks up and is like oh how did this chocolate river get here yeah which is obviously a reference to willy wonka but then... he's also dressed as Willow. he's willy yeah wonka. exactly i, I was, was like, like what, what do you mean how did he get here i know you have a costume on <laughs> and then he this rowboat of creatures comes out and he goes hey who are you yeah and they go we are the badinkadings we've been trapped underneath the factory making packy peanuts or whatever and they go they all go we will now lay waste to the surface dwellers Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's my favorite part uh and then he just does nothing just never addressed again exactly he's just like okay and moves on uh yeah i have a separate note about a small thing from that scene which is that phineas mm-hmm. is left-handed oh interesting uh, uh, that doesn't mean anything no, also yeah. i think this might have been before this i don't know if you're going to talk more about the factory I think it or whatever the... you know go but, ahead um there's a part where they show workers in the factory being suspended from ropes and they're like being flung up and down to like oh. attach things to the parry <laughs> action figure awesome. and i was like that seems both wildly inefficient and unsafe like that's like an yeah. osha violation you can't just tie Absolutely. your workers to the ceiling for fun that's yeah. stupid also they're all have internal imagery in- injuries yeah. now what the... anyway it's a problem yeah. also at one point it so it like zooms out because uh Perry is arriving at Dubinchmore's location, which is near the toy factory, and the outside of the toy factory has been made into a Perry the platypus. There's a giant platypus <laughs> on the front of the toy factory now. I was like, you did that for this? Anyway. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, uh, it's a lot of commitment. Also, they managed to like do all of that and like level up production to in one day. They're like shipping. Yeah, out this is like hundreds two, of thousands of three these. hours. Yeah. 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 So really then uh, manufacturing organization. I don't know. Exactly. So yeah, the inaction figures are being shipped out while the marketing employee is trying to show Phineas and Ferb like, oh, it's the amazing Perry. It's secreted in Perry. It's whatever. And then they're yeah. like, no. Maybe it is a little bit longer because Phineas and Ferb do have to change costumes every single time off screen. So yeah, exactly. Uh, there's one part though where they're like dressed up as like Sherlock and Watson. And I was like, <laughs> why though? Oh, geez. Uh, yeah. So Phineas and Ferb give him their poster, which is perry the inaction figure it does nothing <laughs> it's like 
Yeah. Right. Oh, no, this is my last thought about them changing clothes. I'm really no, sorry. that's okay. Um, the secretary also has to change clothes. I saw that. I did see that. Because she changes once into like the, the their nonsense factory. Willy Wonka uniform. And then yeah. in the next shot, she's dressed as a clown. Really? And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And then well... Phineas and Ferb are in their regular clothes. And then when they go back onto the factory floor, they're back in their Willy Wonka clothes. I was like, you guys oh, have too much going on. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's the last thing I have to say about that. <clears throat> That's okay. It's absurd. It's uh, so, yeah. Then, not far from the toy factory, Perry arrives at Doofenshmirtz's location, which is uh, Doofenshmirtz Annex? The Doofenshmirtz Evil Annex. That's correct. Evil Annex. Okay. We don't have to do... We don't have to go into all of this. But I was like... <laughs> I was like, okay, wait. At this point, I think it would be important to make a table of the Duvenschmerz properties a list around Danville. And then <laughs> I discovered Someone there already, already is one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that tracks. It's uh, on the Phineas and Ferb wiki. And I just want to I just want to read just the buildings because I just it's such a long list. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we it's, have time? <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, there's so the like whole wiki is the buildings, his vehicles, and then his other locations. Mm-hmm. And then it has his known employees. Uh, it's this whole, it's just this whole thing about David Schmerz Incorporated. But his buildings are. <laughs> Our podcast is actually called Reinventing the Wheel. Um, <laughs> you could exactly. get more accurate information somewhere else. <laughs> Honestly, though. <laughs> Aren't all podcasts that? That's true. <laughs> listen. That's what like, a podcast oh, You is. didn't want to Google this? You wanted to listen to someone who didn't try that hard? Yeah, talk about it exactly. instead. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> That's our slogan. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah, so it's the main building, Doofenshmirtz Abandoned Self-Storage, Doofenshmirtz Abandoned Vacuum Cleaner Factory, Doofenshmirtz Hideout-Shaped Island, mm-hmm. Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated Annex, Building K, uh, Doofenshmirtz Evil Incorporated, in parentheses, Robot Building, <laughs> <laughs> incredible, Doofenshmirtz's House in the Suburbs, Doofenshmirtz Abandoned Theater, and then the ones that don't have like a like a Doofenshmirtz abandoned theater uh-huh. they say jingleless abandoned cake factory oh. <laughs> and then jingleless mountaintop castle laboratory mm-hmm. jingleless woodland house slash Doofenshmirtz vacation condo sure uh Doofenshmirtz evil incorporated's lake water fortress Doofenshmirtz aluminum siding Doofenshmirtz wicked witch warlock castle Doofenshmirtz's ex-wife's house in the hills somewhere Doofenshmirtz <laughs> evil igloo on a mountaintop uh-huh. uh Mal- then there's the Maleficent's one Evil Incorporated from the, oh, one right. of the episodes. Uh, Doofus Cons, multi-level yurt, and Doofengung's Cave. So, wow. maybe barring those last three, he has 16 properties around Danville. <laughs> That's a lot. There's also quite a few that he rents, because I remember some That's that true. are not on there. That aren't That's his. That's a He's lot like, of property yeah, for Doofenshmirtz to own yeah. in the tri-state area. Yeah. I guess maybe... <laughs> I mean, this was pre-2008 financial crisis, so maybe he's just, like, oh. upside down on a bunch of mortgages. I have some uh, thoughts about that later, too, but... Anyway. About the 2008 financial no, crisis? No, no. Just maybe just about <laughs> what year this came out and the finances. It's just about... No, that's fair. That's think... fair. Anyway, okay. So, that's just so that's all I have great information. Is, um, yeah, it's just a, some things to think about. I wonder. So, anyway, Perry arrives at his Annex K building, which is located mm-hmm. apparently near the toy factory. Uh, and a large amount of bricks are being loaded into this truck, and Perry gets caught in a brick trap, <laughs> and 
it's yeah, just a bile of bricks falls and together. instead of crushing him to death which is yeah, absolutely it, what would happen it builds a yeah, small platypus creates a house. small house uh with with a, a little window, window so he can window, see yeah. out which is nice yeah so two fish words comes up explaining that he's uh gonna construct a great wall around the tri-state area and the only way that people can get in and out is through his toll booth which okay. i was like no oh, go ahead he also is like behold this is a one one hundredth scale replica of the tri-state area <laughs> and it's like maybe 15 inches across and i was like yeah. sir that is not a one one hundredth scale <laughs> replica if that was true the tri-state area <laughs> would fit inside the doofenshmirtz evil annex building yeah it's true it's like a one ten thousandth square scale replica yeah. if that it's very if small maybe that. i just it was off by so much that i was i was i, I it stood yeah. out to me um also yeah so he does his little plan about the wall and the toll road. okay yeah my thought was that i feel like the first i don't know how long it lasts but like at some point he transitions from like making money with his schemes to a backstory like to then taking over the tri-state area yeah right he's still narrowing like, down he's still yeah, yeah very much in his like i just want to be evil i don't know why yeah, so, and he still occasionally does like money making ones, but he usually says yeah. taking over the tri state area, like it's oh, okay. to that end. I mean, and then yeah. he'll do random ones and be like, How does this help me take over the tri state area? We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. We go back around to that thing a bit. So, also, I just want to ask the question that everyone's mm-hmm. wondering, which is, Is this the origin of the walled city of Danville? Uh, <gasps> You're right. Maybe not everyone. I didn't even notice. <laughs> Listen, I was thinking about a lot during this episode. But yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Because I mean, he paid all those construction guys. So like maybe they actually built the wall. They have all the bricks. Honestly. So I think they completed that project. Because he he gets taken out of commission. But yeah, I think they finished it. And they're just like, isn't a toll road. uh, But there's a walled city of Danville. Which is lucky because later on, as we know, the pharmacist apocalypse happens yeah i can't okay wait well episode. oh boy uh yeah that's by far the best one anyway <laughs> so okay so then we cut back to the hardy heart toy store in the mall and candace is okay candace is forced to wear a platypus suit because like she's selling the platypus toys mm-hmm. i think that this is the origin story of the mom suit she has to wear <gasps> later you're right right i was like oh th- she stole that costume she took it <laughs> as she should have I mean, maybe they listen, gave it to her because, like, if the you toy, work, whatever. Listeners, but, listeners. Yeah. If you yeah, work, yeah. I, there's there's no listeners. Um. Yeah. This is, I'm just sending these vibes out. Uh, <laughs> if you work in a customer service job, you're allowed to steal anything you want. Absolutely. Uh, because oh. they probably okay. You know what actually happened is they probably made her pay for that costume because that okay. we, we we've established that Hardy yeah. Har is like not a good company to work. Wait, wait, for. wait, wait, wait. They probably took also, that out of her paycheck. She probably owes them more money than she made in that one day she okay. was employed there. She does because you know what she says. <laughs> what Candace says the line. This is not worth three fifty an hour. Oh, I know. I was like, that's what? a legal wage to be paid in two thousand seven. Yeah, I know for I was sure. Like, it wasn't nineteen twenty five. What? Yeah. I've lost oh the my god! Thousand dollars. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. That yeah. she's getting paid because she's not even in a job where she would be getting tips. Like, no, maybe no, no. like Jeremy probably also gets paid three fifty an hour, but it's because but, people like, are yeah, supposed people to be tipping, tipping him. him. Um, although yeah. he works at like sort of a McDonald's type place, mm, so maybe not. But yeah, true. I was like three fifty an hour. I know that is not enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, upsetting. Anyway, so it's understandable. I'm glad that she, she stole, stole that. that. And yeah, that's her mom suit later. Uh, yeah. Anyway, which 
is maybe why Jeremy was not thrown. <laughs> That's true. Because he, he walks in, he's like, like oh, oh, nice, mom nice mom suit. suit. Yeah. yeah. They've uh, they've talked about that before. Exactly. Um, there was a school play that we didn't see that uh, featured <laughs> someone in that mom suit. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, she's like, Candace sees on the news that they Perry or that Phineas and Ferb made the Perry the inaction figure, and she calls her mom, but her mom is waiting in line for exchanges and said she'll come when she's done. So yeah, she also goes, "I should have known those two were behind this," and I'm like, "Yeah, babe, you should." I have. know. Okay, it I know. It's very a clear. Platypus. Yeah. What? <laughs> Who else do you think was behind uh, this girl? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> also, did you talk already about her interaction with Jeremy in the platypus? Oh, suit? okay. No. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah so jeremy uh candace hopes that like jeremy doesn't see her in a costume but he walks by and sees her in her costume and goes oh i barely even noticed that you were a girl yeah (laughs) which is funny and also Uh... it was like jeremy why did you walk over to this toy store yeah like were you looking for candace exactly maybe and then because you didn't have a conversation but, with her after that you just said that and then walked away yeah I which happens like, a lot with oh, jeremy where boy, he'll show up deliver a baffling line that makes no sense and then be like well gotta <laughs> go see you later uh, yeah uh, i think he's just really nervous talking to candace like he seems Listen, relaxed I but i think it. inside he's like oh, but God, like so his internal monologue jeremy. yeah i think maybe we don't get the whole scene you know the whole jeremy yeah. picture after that shot, he spent two hours laying on the floor of Slushy Burger, and his fellow yeah. employee was like, dude, are you okay? And he's like, you will not believe what I said to this girl. <laughs> I, I, I'm so upset. Uh, yeah. yeah, 100%. He, like, texted yeah. Coltrane, and he was like, man, I did it again! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's true. Coltrane's like, I told you, man, flashcards. You gotta rehearse. He's you like, I practiced rehearse. it so many times. I know, I they shouldn't have. She was in a platypus suit. <laughs> Okay, listen, that's fair. I don't know what I would say to someone in a platypus. <laughs> like, <laughs> know, probably not true. that, but still. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. anyway. So, yeah, then we cut to uh, Perry escaping from his brick trap because there was no cement. Like mortar. Anything yeah, yeah, to keep the in. bricks together. It's just bricks. So, yeah, he pushes one brick out and the whole thing crumbles. Yep. Anyway, so then... Uh, he goes to chase Duvishmertz uh, on the roof, and Duvishmertz falls from his. So he's like, "You'll never get me, pray the platypus. Like I'm finally free." And he falls from a skylight into a box on the factory, yeah, like in the Perry factory, uh, into a box of Perry and action figures. Also, and an OSHA violation. You shouldn't have windows that I can know. break just from someone stepping on them. That's dangerous. Right? Also, there's broken glass all over that factory floor now, and in those children's and toys that you're shipping in out. In the toys that he fell in. Also, he might be dead. Those toys are, I think, made of wood. Yeah, this is like the beginning of a Bones episode in a different <gasps> universe. Honestly. Some kid opens a platypus toy, and it's like covered in blood. Like, covered in blood, yeah. And they're like, oh, frick, call Bones. <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> That's what they always say. That's you know the famous catchphrase yeah. from Bones. Call Bones. <laughs> oh, Fred, call Bones. <laughs> it's like the Ghostbusters. <laughs> they have like, yeah. you know those lawyer commercials that are like oh like, yeah, it's chaser lawyers, but it's like oh, I found some bones. Call one eight hundred Bones. <laughs> Emily Deschanel will be right over. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the guy from Warehouse 13. Um, I know. I I know it's not the same guy. But it is. It's Angel from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It'll be (laughs) on his way. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Anyway, 
<laughs> so Sorry. yeah, that probably hurt too, Fish Mertz. Also, he like freaks out. I know he has like because, a panic attack. Yeah, I was like, oh, are you like have a platypus phobia? Like, I think he's going developing on? platypus blindness as we go because Honestly. we've talked about this, right? Like, he I can think so too. He can sometimes still recognize pair of the platypus without his hat on, but yeah, yeah. Now he like apparently thinks that these random platypi are I, are are oh, pair of the platypus Perry, or he just like yeah. sees them i mean I like mean, i guess that would be sort of jarring kind of, like if you fell yeah. into a box of toys that looked like someone you knew i too yeah, would that's be true frightened. i too would be really scared yeah <laughs> especially, especially if they're like life-size replicas like, exactly okay. now in 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 context okay, okay. if i fell yeah, into yeah. a bucket of mannequins that had my friend's face absolutely <laughs> i would have absolutely i would be so i take scared. it back right. just i'm so sorry sorry dr d <laughs> he You're has right. nightmares uh, for years after this absolutely Cool. So <laughs> Perry comes through the skylight to look for him. Okay, but he lands right in front of Phineas and Ferb and like goes really still. And Phineas picks him up and goes, I thought we talked about this, guys. Like, he's just a platypus and tosses him to a dumpster. And I was like, oh, okay. Harsh. Also, yeah. like, not a good way to treat your employees. And you don't recognize your own platypus and the fact I know. that it's not what? made of wood. Not a toy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... After Phineas and Ferb leave, Perry jumps out and here's Jivin Schmertz, who is trapped in a box. Yeah, he's and been Perry packed leaves. into a box. Yep. Yeah. And Jivin Schmertz is trapped in the box and loaded onto a ship and is sailing across the ocean and in a box suffocates full of and dies. Yeah, and a exactly. child in Indonesia finds him uh-huh. and calls Bones. Yeah. <laughs> so Terrifying. that's awesome and ending for him. Uh, oh. <laughs> anyway. Then... Also, the guy pushing him, someone's, I guess he's on, a, is he on a crane getting pulled onto that ship? Yes. He's like actively yelling the whole time uh, at yeah. that point. He's like, like no help. One I'm trapped in here. A human man in this box you're loading. And no <laughs> one stops and is like, hey, Nothing. we should check on where that voice is coming from. Nope. Yeah. They're focused. That's fine. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe cranes if are If I really worked loud. in a factory, yeah, maybe. Yeah, they're I probably getting paid three fifty an hour. There you're like, you know what? They're probably job. yeah, deaf from those factory machines. Yeah. Anyway, we cut to the Hardy Hard Toy Company in this meeting and the guys <laughs> uh not wearing any clothes and he goes don't you like my new suit yeah they <laughs> do not have those new clothes is, yeah everyone's like yeah and then for goes that man is not wearing any clothes uh anyway Amazing. and then he asks yeah he asks Phineas and Ferb what they're going to design next but <laughs> Phineas says they're going home because their mom's making fried chicken for supper and I was like mm-hmm. listen that's fair <laughs> I want some fried chicken now I know that sounds so good uh but yeah, so after they leave the employees <laughs> one of the employees goes look what I uh found what, what yeah, is I found this I in my should office. It down. It's a pile yeah, of shattered glass. Glass. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's a brick. <laughs> I was like, that's incredible. I was like, you should be um, worried about that. Someone's gonna kill you. Exactly. Later. Yeah. And a note that said, <laughs> "Watch out." <laughs> I know. I thought that for some reason in my memory there was something written on the brick like "Watch out" or "You're next" or something, but there wasn't. That's because normally when someone hurls a brick through your window, it's, it's a to message. Send a message. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then they make a brick toy next, which the jingle for is brick 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 brick, brick, brick. yeah i also sing that to myself 25 exactly yeah i was like "Mm, that's too catchy (laughs) anyway phineas and ferber at home and they think it's a ridiculous toy idea and they go now who would buy a brick for a toy it does absolutely nothing i was like "Mm, okay (laughs) 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 Uh, party hearth and then okay wait and then so that's the end but then (laughs) we go to the end credits yeah uh i guess the end the brick thing was we see the brick commercial right. again but um 
the Candace who's working at the store is now dressed as a brick and is feeling self-conscious because she's dressed as a brick and uh, worrying that Jeremy might see her. Yeah. And then Jeremy comes over and has his hat and he goes, at least you don't have a weenie on your head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Sure. Not sure why that's not the first conversation you had today. but whatever. I know. I was like, you should have told her that when she was wearing the monkey hat. He wasn't. He had a long talk with Coltrane and he exactly. rehearsed it again. He came over to say that the first time. He just got distracted. <laughs> You're right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So, um, yeah. Well, and then and that's <laughs> all these kids are clamoring for their bricks. And oh, Candace yeah. Is like one at a time. You'll get your bricks. <laughs> <laughs> that part is also good. It's funny to be. But yeah, that's the end. And then yep. I guess Candace never has that job again. I assume she gets fired. I know. I was and like, steals I, that yeah, I mean, or maybe she quits because she has self respect. I mean, yeah, and she's making three fifty an yeah, hour. That's not enough. Because Hardy Hard Toys gets shut down for code violations. Yeah, and the store closes. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Because oh, the two thousand eight financial crisis hits. Uh, yeah. Parents can't afford to buy their kids bricks anymore. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Wait, we really hit a lot of things today. We got, we yeah. got uh, some Bones references in. A lot of Obama really. administration. <laughs> and yet, okay, wait. I don't, I know. Uh, I feel like I don't know. Oh, wait, yeah. There's, listen, there's an episode of Psych where they go to the circus. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the Psych episodes. Uh, and... There definitely is a circus episode of Psych because it's a USA yeah. sitcom. Um, yes. Um... What about the toy one? Hear me out. I was thinking oh. of the episode. It, it's in no way related to this except that okay. uh, Sean does throw a brick through the front window of their psych office oh I was thinking of that too <laughs> perfect it's that one it's a tenuous connection <laughs> isn't that a ghost one aren't they holding a yeah. seance I was, yeah I think it's like a Look, graveyard uh, ghost trying they, to talk it's to not them. all one to one oh that's the like graveyard robber the, the lady the wife is the real oh yeah you're right you know yeah i mean anyway. that's not really related to toy making but also yeah. is there i guess there's not really a toy store episode of... it feels yeah. like something they would have done i feel like there's maybe one with some kind of toy i haven't watched psych in long enough to be doing this i know anyway well, stay tuned for our next podcast psych <laughs> without a cool acronym uh it's the same acronym as our current podcast <laughs> Uh, <laughs> PWCA season six is gonna be about yeah. <laughs> I think yeah, we should just what start a, doing a podcast. Every... If you're looking for a podcast even dumber than whatever we're doing right now, <laughs> uh, just wait six or seven years till we're done. <laughs> yeah, this. with this one show, we'll we'll move on to another one. Don't uh, worry, boy. After society collapses, we will be yeah, uh, exactly. still talking about this. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> well good episode that felt like, awesome that feels this good great yeah that feels like a great stopping point have All a good right. week everybody yep <laughs> goodbye <laughs> goodbye, goodbye. <laughs>